What it do, Sports Betting Nation? Aces high here with you. And I am joined by the premier freakness better, Mr. Hardways. Mike, how you doing, Hardways? I'm doing great, Aces. It was a great sports betting weekend all around, unless you're a Lakers fan or a Celtics fan, but we'll touch on that. But yeah, the Preakness was this weekend, so the second of the Triple Crown races. It was a great race. You and I watched it together. We did. It was great, and I loved watching you make some money. I did not put any moolah down. I did not have the cojones for it, but somebody I know did, and it turned out pretty well for you, no? Yeah, it was all chalk, and I'll admit that I went all chalk, but it was a small <laughs> field. It was seven horses. There was They started with eight. One got scratched, so um, I, I didn't know much about the horses beyond Mage and National Treasure, so I threw a little bit on all three of those to win, and then I threw all three of them in an exact box, and it turned out National Treasure is your 2023 Preakness winner, followed by Blazing Sevens and Mage. So I should have trifected them. I don't know what I was thinking, but I'll take the exacta and I'll take the win. Heck yeah. That's, that's, you got to love it for such a small field. It was a little disappointing with that small field, but hey, you made money. It was fun watching the race. I well, I'll it. tell you, that that four horse, he had me nervous. He was there all the way up <laughs> until the first turn. And then we do have the Belmont three weeks from now. So stay tuned. We'll be back to talk Belmont shortly. Love it. I hope they get some more horses in that race absolutely there was another huge event this weekend that was the second major of the year the pga championship as we talked about earlier in the week both you and i talked about it and i talked about it with our special guest woge he was on that was at oak hill east course in new york brooks kepka ended up winning with a final of nine under made it very interesting he came from behind in the friday's round scheffler made a push I had money on Kepka. I had money on Scheffler. I threw a little bit on Hovland when he was in the mix as well. Kepka, Burks Kepka becomes the first live tournament player to win a major since the live tournament started up. Crazy. Well, you're, you're speaking German to me now. I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. One thing I do know from that tournament, though, I saw it. Michael Block, I, he just dunked it. He dunked it on an ace, loved it, six in the hole. Did you see that? I saw it. It was, it was, I don't think I've ever seen a ball fall so perfectly in the hole on the fly. I, I did see there was a little clip afterward. Brooke Kepka, even though he won, he came up to Mike Block afterward and said, I heard you're buying drinks today because that's the tradition in golf. When you hit a hole in one, you buy the drinks, you buy the round. So good for Mike Block, though. That kid was great round for him. He was 15th. Tied for 15th. Other big names in, in the mix. Roy McElroy tied for 7th. Patrick Cantlay, ninth. I had a lot of money on Patrick Cantlay. Uh, didn't really pan out. But again, I'm up on the tournament, right? I had Kepka to win. I had a bunch of guys top 5, top 10. We kind of talked about it on the podcast. It was a great tournament. Hey, I lost my golf bet last week. One of the guys didn't make the cut. I don't even know. Homa or somebody? I don't know. Max I put Homa, that. yeah. There you go. He lost me my money. So I'm done with golf. Let's move on. Where are we going to move to? NHL, I believe. We've had uh, every game in the conference finals has gone to overtime. Every single game. Can you believe that? No, I can't believe that. It's incredible. And then the, plus the four overtime. You didn't even mention the four overtime game we had last week. Yeah, that was, that was something else. I, that game ended at 1 o'clock Central Time, and that was on the East Coast. So those those fans were in the stadium until 2 o'clock in the morning, and they and they saw the Carolina Hurricanes lost. So, uh, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. So on Saturday, yeah, the Hurricanes lost again in overtime. The Panthers won 2-1. to one. That was low-scoring game there. I'm not sure everybody expected that. And then the Knights Stars series, this has been a lower-scoring series than I would have thought, although it was 4-3. to three. It was 2-3-2 two to three to two. last night. The Knights won in overtime as well at home. It was Chandler Stevenson who put it behind, who slipped one past the goalie for them to win last night incredible i knew we'd have incredible series here too i didn't know they'd be this great like going to overtime it just tells you how well matched the teams are and if you look at that line for the canes panthers game tonight it actually opened 
Believe it or not, it opened on Barstool Bet Rivers. You know those Canby books? Minus 125 on the Canes. Got bet down real quick. Let me tell you, Caesars actually opened it close to a pick em. Right now, the best line on that game for tonight, you want the Canes minus 105 is the book. DraftKings is the book you're looking at to get that. Panthers minus 110. FanDuel Sportsbook, best line right now. Man, I'm not happy with the Canes. They have not been playing all that well. They're down 2-0. That 15-point spread, though, that is interesting for a game of this caliber, for a series that you thought the Hurricanes were going to do quite well. And, in fact, I had somebody texting me the other night and said, got to bet the Canes at home. There's no way they go down 2-0 at home. And here we are, and the Panthers are at home now. Panthers are slight favorites, although it looks like either the people or the books still think the Hurricanes are well in this thing. On the other side... The Knights and the Stars play on Tuesday night. And this one goes to Dallas now. The Knights are the dogs here. Best line if you want the, the Golden Knights, plus 120 on BetMGM. Stars, minus 140. You can get that on both DraftKings Sportsbook and PointsBet Sportsbook. We'll take a look at that tomorrow and see where that line moves. But right now, the, the Golden Knights are the dog in that game. I expect they probably will stay that way. I mean, it's going to be rocking in Dallas. They're going to be out with their star shirts. They're going to be loving their hometown favorites and you know what there's gonna be a lot of beer served there let me tell you <laughs> there sure is just a quick check uh, check on the over-unders both of them are sitting at five and a half minus 110 across the board for the most part a little variation on on FanDuel there but so the, these over-unders have ticked way down from the six and a half and even sevens we were seeing in the second rounds there we'll see if the defenses are still clamping down the goalies have just been playing out of their minds or as the i believe the term is standing on their heads as it were especially in that four overtime game interesting to see where these over-unders go and it's still low scoring games for the rest of the series yeah i agree the goalies have been playing outstanding there are a couple redirects right in front of the net last night in that night's game that just the goalies smashed them up i couldn't believe it one actually got he smashed up the redirect and then they tipped it in by luck but those goalies have been standing on their heads. They must be dizzy. They must be have a lack of blood flow because you are absolutely correct, sir. Well, you got to wonder how tired these legs are going to be of all these players if, if they're playing. I heard that the, the players in that four overtime game, they had the equivalent of 65, 70 minutes on the ice, which is just, I, I mean, I, if, I'm, if I'm ice skating with my niece and nephew for two minutes, I'm, I'm huffing and puffing. So. <laughs> I, I don't think you're the baseline for an NHL athlete, though. <laughs> I don't think we can say that, but I agree. Yeah, you got at some point you don't get those days off. They're only getting one day between games. It's got to affect you. It's got to impact you. Maybe that's why we're seeing those totals low. You know, it's interesting. I I seem to remember at least in years past, didn't they in the NBA, if not NHL, didn't they take two games off? At, even when they were traveling or two days off in between, it feels like we're getting every other day now for the series. And that's the same with the NBA. In fact, we had the Saturday night was the Nuggets and the Lakers. Lakers lost that one again. They were at home, 119 to 108. Now the Lakers are down 0-3. And then last night, I love the man Jimmy Buckets. Worst thing the Bulls ever did was trade him, but he didn't need to be the scorer last night. Gabe Vincent actually put up 29. Jimmy Buckets took a back seat. Jimmy Butler only put up 16, but the Heat throttled the Celtics 128 to 102. It looked like the Celtics kind of gave up there. They pulled their starters way early in the fourth quarter, and to give up in a game three with the ability to go down 3-0, basically giving up on the series, no NBA team has ever come back from 3-0 or down 3-0 in a playoff series. I don't know. It's kind of disappointing if you're a Celtics fan. Well, I'm not a Celtics fan, so it's not disappointing to me. One thing that is disappointing, I had to go back and look at the lines on sportsbettingintel.com to make sure that you did not lie to me, sir, because the game one of that series, you told me the Celtics were, were short. They were shorter than minus 400. What was it? Minus 450 or something? Between 400 and 450. Yeah, huge, Jeez. huge favorites in that game. 
And now, and now the Heat go up in the series 3-0 is what you're telling me. Yeah, 3-0. And as I said, a couple of close games, but they throttled them on Sunday night last night. It was not even a contest. Well, I keep getting notifications for those Nuggets, too. They're playing tonight, right? The Lakers. LeBron, what you got to put down best line right now, Caesar Sportsbook, minus 150. You got to put down 150 to get 100 back if you're back in LeBron. Hey, you want the Nuggets? FanDuel Sportsbook, best line right now as it stands, plus 134. You only got to put down 100 to get that 134 back. And all those notifications I'm getting say the Nuggets are great. So maybe I got to put that bill on those Nuggets for tonight. Yeah, that Nuggets line looks very juicy to me. I I feel like, and it's unfortunate, most of my futures are tied up with the Lakers, but Jokic is playing just out of his mind. I wonder if some MVP voters are rethinking their, their votes from earlier in the year. The Nuggets, 134, I feel like the Lakers are cooked, right? And so getting the Nuggets on the road, not ideal, but at plus 134, getting plus money on a team that is just stopping the Lakers. Yeah. Looking on to Tuesday night, though, you got the Celtics in the heat that's in Miami now. Miami, so this is kind of the opposite, right? Lakers are down 3-0. They're the favorites, minus 150 in that game. The Celtics are down 3-0. They, they are not the favorite, though. They are on the road. Miami Heat, minus 118 on FanDuel Sportsbook if you want to get the best line there. And then Caesars and BetMGM both have the Celtics at plus 105. I can't bet the Celtics at all, though. I just don't like how that team is playing right now. Well, I can't. I, I wish I could voice an opinion on it, but I can't. If I did, it would be an uninformed one. You know, I, I haven't watched an NBA game all season long, the entire season, not one. Yeah, he had a 51-point game from Jason Tatum, but he can disappear. Jalen Brown, that guy turns it on and off, probably an all-star, but... Yeah, here we are. If you're if you're back in the Celtics on the spread, you can get them at plus three at minus one forty on DraftKings or plus two at minus one ten on points bet over unders. You've got the Lakers two twenty two and a half, which is not bad. And then the Heat, if Jimmy buckets, if they want to go out with a bang, put a cap on the Eastern Conference Finals two fourteen and a half. That is ticked up from the series earlier this week or last week where it was around it started at 209 then 211 then 212 and now we're at 214 215 and a half but major league baseball no day games on today it's monday it's a slightly smaller slate are there any matchups that you're keeping an eye on i mean if i hate to say it and I, are we recording because i don't i don't want you to be able to play this later i guess i have no choice really we'll uh oh. we'll, we'll we'll bleep out your name no one will know who you're okay. No one will know what's me. All right. I'm liking the White Sox tonight a little bit. Plus 108 right now. Best line on Barstool Sportsbook. They're going against the Guardians with Gaddis on the mound. Gaddis hasn't had a whole lot of deciding games. You know, he's he's been going out when there haven't been any runs scored. So he has an 0-1 record. He's sporting it. But that ERA is almost at 7. He's only getting less than 6 Ks per 9. Home runs, you know, half a home run per 9. That's not bad. But walks, you're at almost three walks per nine. I don't know. I I like the White Sox tonight for the fact that Lambert's probably on the mound. The market didn't know it till late. It had to adjust the lines a little bit. So that plus one away on the Sox, I hate to say it. I I might like that one tonight. Yeah, that's not bad. They are in Cleveland, but it's not like Cleveland is that much better of a team. Now, I pulled up the game boards just before we started recording, and that was at plus 110 when we started, and now it's at plus 108. So that is also moving down. So whether the books are adjusting or money's coming in somewhere, somebody's thinking the White Sox have a better chance to win than they did even 15 minutes ago. Yeah, and it has probably something to do with that late, at least as far as I knew, late decision on Lambert to throw tonight. Uh, he, he's thrown well on the season. You know, K percentage is at 13.9. I like him, and he's the reason that I'm going to back the righty tonight, let me tell you. Yeah, and of course, you've got a big a big stretch, actually, for the Dodgers. 
They start in a three-game series against Atlanta today. And then on Friday, they got a day off on Thursday. Then on Friday, they start another three-game series with the Rays. So two hot teams that the Dodgers are going up against. Right now, if you're looking at back in the Dodgers, and they are on the road, so they're in Atlanta. It's plus 138 for the Dodgers. If you're looking to back the Braves, who are at home, minus 150 is the best line. The 138 was on Barstool. The minus 150 was on DraftKings Sportsbook. So you got Gavin Stone on the mound for Dodgers. Hasn't made a whole lot of appearances this year. And then you got the man, Charlie Morton, on the mound for Atlanta. Any thoughts on that? (laughs) I would think you could take a guess. I mean, you got the salt man on the mound. The salt man is not going to let me down. 29 and 17 on the season. The Braves are doing better than the Dodgers. They have the same amount of wins, but the Braves has le- have played less, so they have less losses. I just like the Salt Man. I like Mr. Morton. Have for a couple years now. He pitches well. You just mentioned that brutal schedule that the Dodgers have. You know, they're not wanting to be in Atlanta tonight. I, I think I would back the Braves here. I might sprinkle a little bit on Ozuna, Acuna, home runs, Matt Olson maybe. You're sitting at a hefty nine and a half for that, and I don't think it's because of the Dodgers' bats. I think it's because of the Dodgers' pitchers, so maybe the Braves' offense comes out hot. That is one that... I'm I'm excited for that series and then the series with the Rays. We'll see who's really one of the cream of the crop. The the Dodgers have certainly turned it on since their mediocre start to the season. But our series spotlight this week, as we had talked about previously, is the Rays and the Blue Jays. They start at four game series this week today, starting off at 5:40 p.m. Central Time. It's in Tampa Bay, so the Rays currently sitting at 34 and 14. The Blue Jays at 25 and 22, both in the East, of course. The Rays are still the favorite. Minus 110 on Caesar Sportsbook, Braves or Blue Jays minus 105. So slight differences there. Pretty even matchup though. Yeah, and it's I mean we can just call it a pick 'em. You you know you're splitting hairs here when you're talking about it. I, I like the Rays in this one for the fact that they've just been playing so well all season. I just you know I don't I don't want to back the birds in this one. And I like the fact that we're doing this serious spotlight on a pick 'em game tonight, especially because man, you're saying that there's a 50% chance that either one of those teams wins. You got to have an opinion on that or something. And then, hey, put your money on the side. You have an opinion. I like the, looking at the total in this one. What do you think about the totals in this one sitting at eight? Yeah, it's at eight. And I think a lot of that has to do with the starting pitchers, right? Or especially the, the Toronto starting pitcher, who's Chris Bassett, sitting at a five and two record, 305 ERA, 48 Ks to 23 walks. So that it's shaded to the under also, plus 128. But you can get over eight at Caesar Sportsbook at minus 110. That looks like a huge market outlier, right? So you've got. Minus 155 on Barstool and Bet Rivers, minus 145 on Bet MGM, and minus 155. I'm, as soon as we get off, I think I'm heading right over to Caesars and taking that eight at minus 110. Yeah, they're sitting minus 110 on both sides. They're trying to entice you to take that under eight. So, hey, why not? You got the market because you look at the seven and a half, they're pretty much in line at, or I'm sorry, they don't have the seven and a half. They have the eight and a half, 105. Yeah, they're in line. 107 market, 100 market. Yeah, so just that eight, that even eight is where they're saying, hey, come put some money. We need some action on the other side of our book. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that there. Moving forward, these games are going to be, what time's the game tomorrow? Is that a day game or is that a night game? That looks like it's also going to be a night game. Yep, 5.40 p.m. as well. So keep in mind, these do start a little earlier than usual. But yeah, if you are looking to back the run line, either way, Blue Jays minus one and a half at DraftKings is the best line, plus 160. The Rays plus one and a half, minus 185 on BetMGM. Just want to take a look and see about this money line here. See where the movement is. So it opened at 112, minus 112 for the Blue Jays. And then it ticked way down and then bumped back up to sitting at that minus 110 there. So not, I mean, a lot of movement, but it's it's kind of stabilized at that number. Yeah, and it, we'll have to go, again, we mentioned it's our serious spotlight. We'll have to see tomorrow where that line is because tomorrow we have Barrios on the mound 
for the Blue Jays, which he hasn't been pitching all that well. So I expect that, you know, you're going to get a little bit of money on Toronto if you want to bet that game tomorrow. You'll probably be in the plus 110, 120 range. Rays, other side, you're at the minus 130 kind of range. So it's interesting if you follow along with us for these serious spotlights, how important, again, I'm going to mention how important those pitchers are. Yeah, for sure. The pitchers are hugely important when it comes to not just the money lines and the, uh, the run lines, but also the totals, overrunners. Couple other series that I am going to be watching and see if there's any value in is the Orioles visiting the Yankees and then the Astros at Milwaukee tonight. So that's going to do it for us. We'll be back the rest of this week to talk about our series spotlight again, the Rays and the Blue Jays. Aces, anything you want to leave the people with? No, I, I want to leave them with the fact that hey, tune in later in the week. We're going to talk some French Open. We're going to get Hardways off of here so that I can go into a little bit of tennis and it's going to be great. Yeah, not exactly my forte. I do like watching WTA on occasion. Betting on that has, has been fun too, but yeah. Talk to the people about the French Open. We'll be back later this week. As we say over here on SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely. 